Welcome to the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. We provide education and information on senior care topics. Here's your host, Ryan McInniff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition, another podcast, another episode of the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving, where we give you information and education on senior care topics. My name is Ryan McAniff, and I am joined by my co-pilot here, Janet. Janet, how are you? Sitting in the co-pilot seat, Sitting navigating. in the co-pilot seat. You don't, so you, everybody wants to be the pilot until the plane starts crashing, and then you're thrilled you're the co-pilot. <laughs> that right? would be right. <laughs> um, now, before we get into our topic today, we wanted to um, continue to reach out and do our little plugs here. If people are listening, email me at ryan at mwhomecare. If you're interested in being a guest on this podcast, we can do it remotely, um, record you. Um, I think it would be great if we get people in different industries and different experiences on this to share what they know, and certainly we can help promote whatever you are about. Um, additionally, um, if you want to get in connect with us, you can reach us on Twitter at get big red. That's my personal, uh, handle. And then, um, reach out to us via our website, mwhomecare.com. And, uh, that's about that. That's the, the painful part of the podcast for all the listeners. <laughs> now today we are talking about one thing that we're talking about, and it's always good to bring this up, especially during the winter months for new England. Um, but it's, um, home care and overtime. And overtime is a big one, isn't it, Janet? It is. It, it's hard on everybody. Staff feels they need it. People don't want to pay it, and people want to understand why they need to. Yeah, and it's 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 something that that everybody loves getting, but no nobody ever loves paying for, which is understandable. And so, you know, what we're here to talk about is is um, why overtime is such a important. Um, factor in home care. And so, you know, when we, if you've listened to our podcast on a regular basis, or if you haven't, we have talked about the business end of um, private home care just as much as we've talked about the um, caregiving side of, of home care. Because I think it's important to understand an industry, you need to understand both sides of an industry. And so when we've talked about the business side of things, you know, every business has something called the costs of good sold, cost of goods sold which is called Cox. And so the, the cost of goods sold is that if you are a automaker, the cost of the good you are selling is the car. So if you didn't have what, whatever it is you're selling, if you didn't have it, you wouldn't have a business anymore, is the cost of goods sold, to put it in, in layman's terms and simply. So the cost of our goods are sold is our workforce. It's our caregiving workforce. Force. So whatever their payroll is, is what our cost of goods sold are. And so when you're dealing with overtime, um, our biggest factor in whether or not we are profitable or not, or whether or not um, uh, how, how the uh, cost of goods sold is calculated over time depends on that as well. And so um, it is our part of our costs of goods sold. And so when you're thinking about overtime and, and, and where we bring this up is overtime comes up with generally in two such situ- three such biggest situations. Um, the, the, the first situation is live-ins all go into overtime because you have two caregivers on a live-in case, um, that are getting paid. And after they go over 40 hours of, of work, um, per week, they start making overtime. That is inevitable with a living case. The second one with overtime is when you have weather issues. And Janet, you know about weather issues. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I do. Just the other day. Just the other weekend. Yeah. I mean, you have a situation where I, I think we can give credit to the weathermen. You know, I'd hate to be a weatherman in Phoenix, Arizona, because I don't think the weather ever changes there. But here they get all kinds of exciting things. We get pretty good advance notice of what's going to happen. But once we have a sense of what that storm is going to be, we look at how that affects shift changes. If someone has, you know, more than than one caregiver, and someone is relieving someone else, or even if they're just coming for the day, mm-hmm. but they, they need to be there. And um, depending upon what time the storm comes can affect how the commute is to get there. Or to leave. Absolutely. And so that's the next part of it where, where, you know, you had an issue last weekend with where you were on the phone a lot on Sunday because Mm -hmm. of the storm. I was on the phone a little bit last night because of the kind of squall we had come in here that was, you know, uh, a really quick but hard punch. Um, And so, you know, when you're... When you're dealing with these scenarios and when you're dealing with this, um, overtime becomes an issue because if somebody can't make it into a case or get out of a case, that's when you have to start working around overtime. And one of our policies are is that is excuse me is that you know when it comes to the weather, we can't control the weather, so overtime does get passed on to our uh, customers. We don't eat that overtime. Um, so that's the other area in which um, overtime is is involved. And the third area where overtime is involved is when a client really likes a caregiver. Um, so let's say there is a situation that a caregiver is has just connected with a family. It happens regularly that, that caregivers connect with the family. And the family's like, you know, listen, we want Jane Smith. We yeah. have to have Jane Smith. We want her in here, you know, six days a week for 10 hours a day. And so you're talking about 60 hours of total time, but you have to have the conversation with the family that says, well, I'm more than happy to do that. And I am sure Gene Smith would be more than happy to do that. (laughs) But you have to also understand that you're going to be charged at one and a half times the regular rate because Jane is going to be going into 20 hours of overtime. Yeah, and and I think, you know, the whole intent of overtime was so that evil, wicked, mean, and nasty supervisors and bosses couldn't work their staff to death. And that was what they felt was incentive to keep an employee from working 100 hours a week. Absolutely. And and if a caregiver is willing to work those 100 hours a week, they're they're making more money because of it. They're sacrificing more, you know, it's it's it you know, I know there's arguments each way, but 40 hours a week, for whatever reason, seems to make sense in this world where you have 24 hours divided by three, you have eight, you know, eight hours um, per shift equals 24 hours, five days working, two days off. That's kind of the, yeah, the way that we go about it. it's mandated by the state. We don't pick the number. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it, that, for whatever reason, that became the the kind of the de facto and the state enforces that. And so, you know, when you start working into your 70, uh, excuse me, 70th hour, you know, (laughs) 50th hour, 60th hour, or the people that work, you know, 80 hours a week, you know, there is clearly a return on investment with how hard you're working versus, um, you know, sacrificing other parts of your life, whether it's sleep, whether it's health, Mm -hmm. you know, eating correctly, whether it's whatever it is, you're sacrificing it and you're getting a higher return on investment for sacrificing those, um, those, those, those tasks or those daily 
um, things we take for granted of talking with family, seeing family, going out to yep. to dinner with a, a, a friend or whatever, the social um, social life you're giving up, and you're getting paid a lot more for that. Yeah, and it does um, – it's not – the same throughout the country. There are different um, overtime rates. And in some states, and I think California is one, where overtime isn't just over 40 hours, it's over like an eight-hour shift or some period of, of time. So, you know, that makes it even more challenging for those folks. Yeah. So, I mean, it's something that to think about when you're talking with a home health company, or really any company, on you know, what that overtime costs. Now, you know, people, people sometimes have, have felt that Maybe we're taking advantage of a situation by charging overtime for the weather, but we can't control what the weather is. We can't control, you know, how bad it is. We do the very best we can. And when we talk with clients, you know, Janet can attest to this, but I can as well, that my scheduling st- staff and and Janet and myself, when we know that a big storm or really any storm is coming in, we call uh, caregivers up, we call clients up. If we look at the weather to see when the the storm is to start, when is the worst part of the storm, when should the storm be over by, and we try to manage our schedules around that storm. Mm-hmm. So if a storm's supposed to get bad at, let's say, six o'clock at night, and the caregiver is scheduled to be there at seven a seven p.m. Mm-hmm. Well, then we'll talk with the caregivers and try to get that caregiver in at 5 p.m. to beat the storm. And then, you know, we need to let the caregiver know that, um, that you know, the next caregiver know that they need to be there on time. But if mm-hmm. not, you know, that's those are the, the difficulties that you, you come up with. So, you know, if, if a caregiver gets stuck in 16, 20 inches of snow and there's no way to get a caregiver into an assisted living, let's say the next morning, mm-hmm. using the example of a caregiver got there at 6 p.m. and is going to be stuck there, and we know that they're going to probably need to be there till 10 a.m., well, mm-hmm. then that care, that overtime, if they go into overtime, is going to be passed along to uh, the clients because there's no way that we can force a caregiver to go out in the middle of the storm or when their their car is covered and and risk danger to go to a case. So when that happens and we have to go into overtime, that's when we, we have to it. work with it. And we, I mean, we could make an entire podcast out of weather because it's not even just getting there on time, but at least in this part of the world, you've got storms where there's, um, they ban street parking or the snow's so deep, great, they can get to the house, they can't get in their driveway. Yeah. You know, that's a, a whole nother issue, but that also affects being able able to do a shift change or being there on time Absolutely. or leaving on time. So, you know, the, the other thing that I would like to just point out with our quick little podcast on overtime is what we don't charge overtime for, what when we eat the overtime. So we talked about, you know, weather and holidays and, and special requests when somebody says, I only want a certain person. That's mm-hmm. when we're going to be passing that overtime al- along to the, the client. When they're is a situation where we are at fault, meaning that the caregiver no call, no shows, and we have to send out a caregiver immediately. If the caregiver does call up and they don't, they have a broken down car or whatever, if there's something where a caregiver 
doesn't make it and it's our fault that we should have that the caregivers are employees should they should have given us a call or they forgot or whatever situation occurs that is that it was within our control or mm-hmm. our employees control then we are going to eat that cost so if somebody says hey i totally forgot about a shift and i i left the state and i didn't realize i was supposed to be yeah. working today and then we have to call up another caregiver that's going to go into overtime to cover that shift we're not passing that overtime along to the client that's not fair to the client the client had asked for certain periods of time and we said we could do it and then we got it scheduled and then when it kind of fell apart on us that's not the client's fault right. um and that's and that's our fault we 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 are to blame for that so i mean that's kind of kind of where you have you know any mistakes that the office make, we're not in, infallible. If we make a mistake and overtime has to occur, then that's on us. Yep. And if the caregiver makes a mistake with her scheduling or their scheduling or their car breaks down or whatever happens, then that's not going to um, cost a client any extra money either. Right. And, you know, that's only just being fair. That's saying, hey, listen, the weather is something we can't control. And we have. And, and remember, with, with the weather – we talk with our clients as well. We we don't just like send somebody out and then throw a bill at them and say, hey, guess what? You got hit with overtime. We yeah. always, our belief is we always give somebody a choice. The choice, night, the choice might not always be the most desirable choices in the world. But, you know, we say, hey, listen, there's going to be overtime if you want this caregiver or you can make the choice to make other accommodations. But we at the very least give them the option of making the choice on what they want to do in the scenario that we can provide. So we're we're not the type of company to just send out an invoice and surprise them and say, oh, there's a bunch of overtime that we didn't let you know about. That's something we would always talk with a client beforehand. And when you're looking at a home care company, that's a question you should ask because that overtime adds up very quickly. Yeah, it, it does. And also, um, I think people need to be aware of if your um, if your loved one is getting care, we'll just say seven days a week, they have to have that, and you've got holidays. There are certain holidays, we have seven of them, that are time and a half holidays. They're major holidays. And we let the clients know well in advance that this is a time and a half holiday. And is this what you do you want the caregiver to come? And, you know, depending upon the circumstances, sometimes they'll say, well, can they come for half a shift? Um, because family will be there. Yeah. And we're not inviting ourselves for a place at the table on Thanksgiving, but maybe they want us to help get mom ready or whatever. And um, I would say the majority of our caregivers are usually willing to do that because they're working shorter hours, but because of the time and a half, you know, they're they're getting almost the, the same money as if they were there a full shift. But that is, like you say, it is a choice mm-hmm. that we let the, um, the clients decide what they'd like to do. And in that scenario you brought up, just to, to explain, expand on that a little bit. It's also a win-win because the family gets the caregiver for some time. The caregiver also gets paid, but then the caregiver has time for their own family as well if they celebrate that holiday. Yep. So, um, you know, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas is, are, are obviously the, the two biggest ones in our industry, in our neck of the woods here in, in Massachusetts. But you know, th- that means, hey, listen, if you can come over in the morning to help mom get ready for the 4th of July uh, uh, 
fireworks and then we can take it from noontime on that allows the caregiver if there was a barbecue they wanted to go to or an event in their community their church that they wanted to attend and support that's also a win-win there as well yeah and our holiday schedule is not like a school schedule you know there's martin luther king day off and there's um columbus day and all these others we just have the the six majors yeah. and we're very upfront about what those are yeah the, the six majors plus easter so um yeah with that being said that gives you an idea of what to think about when you're dealing with home care when you're looking at home care and knowing that overtime is a big cost and there is the 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 conversation that you're going to have to have with home care companies. I know there are plenty of home care companies that they will not send anybody out if there's overtime, meaning that mm-hmm. if if there's a no call, no show, and a caregiver doesn't show up and you get a call, from, you call up the company and they say, hey, we'll, we'll do what we can. And then they call up and they say, we don't have anybody. Mm-hmm. And maybe they do have somebody, but they would go into overtime they're not going to send somebody out with overtime. So it's something that you should talk to a, a home care company about because you want to, you, if you use us, you as us or any other home care company long enough, there's going to eventually, and, and you're using us five, six days a week, there's eventually somebody that's going to forget their shift. There's mm-hmm. eventually going to be something that happens where there's a, a mix-up because we've all done it in our professional lives where we thought the, the, the meeting was on Thursday at two, but it was really on Friday at two. And you show up earlier or you show up late and you realized you made a mistake on your calendar putting in it. We all do that. So caregivers are no different in that mm-hmm. respect. But what happens in those emergency situations is what you want to talk to your home care company about. Because if, and ask them, if, are you going to send somebody out to cover this shift come hell or high water? Like no, regardless of the cost, our, our position is if we had to send out a nurse, we would get double, if not triple the amount of money a caregiver would to make sure that that shift was covered, we would do it because it it wasn't an option in our views. We had the, an obligation and a moral obligation to make sure that somebody was safe as best as we could. Right. And I think it's, it's a little different, too, that if someone comes down with a cold or they sound like they're coming down with something, how many times in your office do you wish that person would go home because you don't want to catch it? It's even more important in our business not to send someone in that's not well. So if someone wakes up with uh, sneezing and coughing and whatever, and they they would love to work, but it's not in the best interest of the client. We have to cover those. Absolutely. Well, so that gives you the idea on um, overtime. Uh, Janet, thank you very much for your input on this and we will we have a we have a guest coming up next week that will be exciting um so look out for that the guest uh, programming wise the guest is going to come in next week do the recording and then we'll probably be out the following week so i'm excited for that we're going to keep getting more guests in here so again if you're interested people have been reaching out and uh you know we obviously have to vet them at some point in time and make sure it's right for the audience but we'd love to educate more people so if you're interested in being a guest ryan at mwhomecare.com other than that have a great day and we'll catch you on the next one